Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. My name is Emily Chabourne and I am a mindset coach and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this epic community of over 3,000 people and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. This was actually a question that came in. I did a training last night for a company and last night was like a live Q&A. The question that came in last night and I thought it was so relevant that I thought I would share it. Dear M, how do you have so much energy? I see what you put out. Podcasts, newsletters, lives, free trainings. How do you keep going? So there are six things that I want to share with you on this. It was going to be five, but I've just realized there's something else that I do. I just pop that on my list as well. Six things that I want to share with you about how I maintain my energy and how I have such high output. And I think it's quite easy to look at somebody and think, wow, they must be gifted. They must be just a different sort of person to me. I could never do that. I'm not made that way. They have more resources than me. And I just want to tell you that if you had rewound life and went back to where I was five years ago, I barely had the energy to get out of bed and go to one of my waitressing shifts. I didn't have the energy to do anything other than drink. Um, My stamina, my partying stamina came from drugs. I didn't have any natural energy at all. I was like a caffeinated machine. Now I still have a coffee in the morning, but I'm completely sober. I am more energetic than I've ever been. I'm more excited about life than I've ever been. I'm more vital in myself than I've ever been. And I give more to my community than I have ever been able to. And that's not because of any magic pill. It is because of committed, sustained, dedicated work on learning how to look after myself. So I wanna run you through uh, six things. The first one is, it's not even really a thing that you can do, it's just something that you should be aware of. And it is that you don't see all of my life. (laughs) You don't, you see what you see on these video recordings. So you see my Instagram videos or you see my Insta stories. Potentially you might see some of my stuff over in that crazy thing called life and you listen to my podcasts, but you don't see all of the hours in between. And there are more hours in between than not. And so what you don't see are the tears and the tantrums and the times when it does feel a bit exhausting and the times where I feel like, oh, should I just give up? Should I just not do this anymore? You don't see the doubt and you don't see the moments where it feels really clunky and I feel a little bit unmotivated if I'm going to be completely honest. And those days absolutely happen. They are happening less and less frequently, but they still exist. And I would hate for you to have this impression that, well, it's easier for Emily because. Because what that does is it disempowers you from taking any action yourself. 
it's really easy to look at somebody's very curated, very filtered Instagram life and say, oh, that person must have something that I don't have. That person's got a resource I don't have. They've got quality I don't have. They've got a mindset that I don't have. I could never do that. And what we do in saying that is then we allow ourselves to come back into this place of like, I'm not powerful enough. I'm not the creator of my own reality. I don't have what I need in order to create what it is that I want. I am trapped by my current set of circumstances, my current way of thinking. And when you do that, you just naturally limit yourself. You will always stay where you are. You will always have the same sort of relationships that you're having. You'll stay in the perpetual loop of, of you know, clusterfuck. I don't know if that's the thing, is it? Loop of clusterfuck? Oh, it is now. We'll put it on a t-shirt, then it's officially a thing. You will stay in the same yo-yo diet. You'll stay in your, you'll be capped in your own finances because you've just deemed yourself unpowerful. You have just voiced this lie and it is a lie, this excuse, if you like, of, well, it's easier for everybody else. They don't know how much I struggle. You don't know what it's like to be me. And five years ago, I, I mean, I'll never know what it's like to be you, but I know what it was like to be me five years ago when I could barely get out of bed in the morning, when I had nothing to live for, where it felt really stagnant. And I didn't have the energy that I have now. But it is important to remember that there are also days where I don't always feel like bright and shiny. I'm a human being. And so I have days where it just feels slumpy and hard. And I'm like, what the hell? Level four lockdown. What is going on? And I have days where I'm so desperately homesick for my family in the UK. I can barely breathe. And I have days where I get ghosted because I'm online dating at the moment. And if you want to find out a little bit more about that clusterfuck, then I suggest re uh, reading my Friday email tomorrow. Um, you know, I'm human. And so I experience all those fears and those doubts, which are unenergizing or de-energizing. They don't make me feel vibrant. They make me feel lower in that vibrational energy. I just know how to transcend through them. I know how to accept them. I know how not to resist them. I know to be okay with them. And that allows me to transcend through them much quicker. So if you resist those hard energies, if you resist those sluggish days, if you resist turning towards those bits that don't always feel bright and sunny, that might feel a little bit darker and a bit more like winter, when we resist those, when we shame ourselves for having those days, those moments, those weeks sometimes, we continue to add pain to it, we add shame to it. And when we add shame to a feeling, it just multiplies the feeling tenfold. So remember that you don't see all of my life, you just see a very small sliver of social media, Emily. And yeah, I have days where it's harder. I mean, my, my alarm went off this morning and frankly, I was like, oh, fuck this noise, I should stay in bed. <laughs> I don't want to. But the moment I was out of bed and the moment I was doing it, the moment I focused, the moment I gave myself vision and clarity about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and where I'm going, everything shifted, which brings me on to my second point. You've got to have a clear vision or a strong why, especially if you're in business, but I think in general in life anyway. So when I was waiting tables, I had no, no goal. I had no purpose. I had no reason. I was doing something that was so mundane. And if I just didn't turn up one day, nothing would have changed. Nothing would have happened. It was just, here's a beer and here's a docket that says table 23. So now you pick up that beer and you take it to table 23 and you go, who ordered the Peroni? And then you put the beer down in front of them. And I've been doing that job since uni. 
it's very hard to be energized and excited. Excitement and passion is in itself a vibrational frequency and it's a very high one. And so it delivers energy. It's like putting petrol in your car. That's what excitement is like. It's fueling. I didn't have anything to be excited for. I didn't have any money. I had thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. I was single because I was a bit of a twat, so no one really wanted to date me. Now I'm single for different reasons, I hope. Uh, but I, you know, I, I had no passion. I had no drive. I didn't know where I was going. And, and for so long, I would freak out because I'd hear people talk about like, you've got to have a passion. Where are you going? What's your plan? I was like, I don't fucking have one. Because there were so many options and I didn't feel like any of them were available to me. I didn't feel like I had the money to go back and study. I didn't feel like I was clever enough to go back and retrain in anything. Um, I was petrified of getting it wrong. I was under the impression that there was a right way to do life and a wrong way to do life. And so I was like, oh, yeah, but what if I, you know, get a job in recruitment and then that's not the right job for me? You know, I'll be a failure. And that was just like, absolutely. I couldn't, the idea of failing was I'd rather die at the time. Now I understand that failure is a part and parcel of success. And the quicker you fail, the more success you will have. But back then I was just like, oh, what if I get it wrong? And so... I just didn't get it right. And and I, I was just, you know, I had nothing. I had no vision. I had no clarity. And what I know to be true, and if you're at home, maybe I'll do a podcast episode on this, but if you're at home now listening to this and you're like, but I don't know what I want, Em, it's okay for you because you knew that you wanted to be a coach. I didn't. I didn't know that I was going to do this. This is an accident and and it's a glorious one, but it only came because I was in a place where I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. I was self-sabotaging left, right and center. I was a living dead person. I knew that if I did not change something, bad shit was going to happen, man. It wasn't like, oh, I've got this amazing, clear idea of where I'm going. I've got an idea. I'm going to go be a coach. Yeah, that feels great. It wasn't at all. It was, I need to learn how to get myself out of this rut. And that's what I did. I went and I learned how to get myself out of the rut. And as I was learning about all these self-imposed limitations that I had on myself, as I was beginning to learn about the laws of manifestation, and all I did was I just went and I learned. I picked up a book. I listened to a podcast. I bought courses. I started investing everything that I had back into me instead of externally. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And as that happened, I began to recognize that this stuff was literally changing my life in front of my eyes. And I just got really excited about sharing that with some friends. And I got excited about sharing that with my community. And that's when I just started um, doing Facebook lives. And then originally it was all around dating because I was single and I wanted to help, you know, I wanted to help myself learn about relationships. Originally, it was Emily underscore that crazy thing called love. And my Facebook group was called that crazy thing called love. And so that's how it all started. But it, it didn't start with I've got an idea and I'm going to follow it, you know, intently and passionately. And I know I know this is my calling and this is my destiny and this is my purpose. That's not how it happened at all. It was literally I just had to move away from where I was. I was willing to do anything not to be where I was anymore. And so you don't always need to know where you're going, but you need to have enough conviction about not being where you are right now. And that's how it started for me. If you're anything like me, your first thought in the morning is often one of, oh, holy fuck. We wake up instantly feeling like we're in lack. Not enough sleep, not enough time, not enough. We scroll through social media and feel not enough. We think about our day ahead and feel underprepared, uninspired or overwhelmed. What if we're not enough? 
before we're even out of bed, our mind is telling us all sorts of crazy stories. And these stories set the precedent for our day and have a huge effect on our results. Imagine if you could start your day with a different thought. Imagine waking up to a daily reminder of the greatness that lies within you. Imagine having your own personal and funny cheerleader inspiring you every single day. Imagine your first waking thought being one of abundance and purpose. Well, imagine no longer, my friend, because now you can wake up with M. Wake Up With M is a text message service for women who are ready to wake up to their power, purpose and passion. A daily motivational message from me personally to get you smiling into your day and vibing high from the moment you wake up and all for less than the price of a couple of lattes a month. And even better, you get the first month completely for free. Because, well, you know, you might actually find it really annoying to have a daily reminder that you're amazing and capable and awesome. Head to emilychadbourne.com forward slash wake up or check out the link in the show notes below. Good morning, you're awesome. Hello, buddy. Theodore's just woken up. He's had his kangaroo tendon and now he's like off his tits. So <laughs> excuse the noise. The third thing is that I leverage my time really well. And this is something that I have definitely learned through business. I try to do the things in business that A, I enjoy, but B, give me the most bang for my buck. And what I mean by that is, how can I reach the most people? How can I give the most to my community? And so right now, not only am I recording my podcast episode, but this is also an IGTV video, and it's also a video for the library bank in that crazy thing called life. When I write my newsletters, not only am I giving heaps and heaps and heaps of quality content and referring books and referring awesome podcasts that I've listened to and really engaging with my audience, but it's also a platform for me to be able to go, by the way, I'm also doing this, 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 and this. So I'm not sending people 15 fucking emails a week. I'm just sending one a week. And in that one email, I'm enjoying it because I'm writing it in the way that I enjoy writing, which is fun and quirky. And let me tell you this funny story about Theodore and and imaginative, but I'm also able to let you know that I've recorded two podcasts this week and that maybe I did like a guest spot on this online magazine. You wanna be leveraging your time as much as possible. And that again, obviously I'm talking in the context of business here, but this is just life in general, right? Someone said this to me, they were like, you know, you've got the same amount of other hours in, they didn't say that, obviously. They didn't just have a stroke on me. What they said was, you've got the same amount of hours in the day as Beyonce. And I was like, that is true. But I'm telling you now, Beyonce doesn't wash her own fucking knickers, does she? Beyonce doesn't change the sheets on her bed. Beyonce doesn't get home and go like, right, fuck, I've got to cook dinner. She just doesn't. So time isn't actually equal for everybody. Let me just say that. What I do think is important to realize though is our time is very precious. How are you spending your time? And without sounding like a complete wanker, hey guys, I'd like you to uh, start a time diary. But it would be a really useful exercise for some people just to sit down at the end of the day and go, right, this is how I spent my time today, including this is how much time I scrolled through social media today. This is how much time I spent doing stuff that I did not want to do today. This is how much time I spent doing shit for other people, even though my own life is fucking falling apart around my ears today. 
and start looking at where you spend your time. I really don't do the stuff that I don't want to do anymore. I used to a lot. If I don't want to do something, I say no. I say no with love and I say it with compassion, but it's a firm fucking no. Because of the amount of work that I have done on myself and I work in personal development, I get it, but I invest so much of my time even now on learning about myself and leveling up and working out what my patterns are and what my belief systems are and breaking through my paradigms. So now I don't people please in the way that I used to people please. I don't spend my time doing stuff that doesn't light me up, that doesn't energize me, that drains me. I don't hang out with people that don't make me feel inspired. I just don't. I don't hang out with those negative energies. They're just not in my life. That has been a major difference in my life. It's like, how are you spending your time? The fourth thing is I invest money in myself. And I don't mean like I pamper myself. There is such a difference between self-love and self-care. Self-care is lovely and it's face masks and I adore doing that kind of stuff. And I'm very grateful to myself that I've smashed through all of my horrendous belief systems that I used to have around money so that I'm now in a financial position where I can indulge myself and I can buy nice things for myself and I can have those sorts of luxuries. It was hard work smashing through those paradigms and I had to invest money that at the time I didn't think I had in courses and in learning about why I had such a horrible relationship with money and why money never stuck and why money came and then it went and I overspent and I felt horrendous about money and I felt icky around the conversation around money. I had to invest money in that, in solving that problem so that I could have more money. So I do feel very grateful. I don't feel lucky. It's not luck. That was hard work and it was a conscious decision. I feel very grateful to myself that I made that choice about two and a bit years ago and I continue to work on my money story. I continue to work on the self-imposed restrictions that I have around money so that I can generate more of it so that I can have those luxuries. But that's self-care and self-care is you know, the face masky bit. The self-love is going, oh, I'm going to have this t tough conversation with myself about how I'm spending my money right now. I'm going to have to have that tough conversation with myself about what my paradigm is around money. I'm going to have that, that tough conversation with myself around why I people please. I'm going to have to have that awkward conversation with myself around why I don't have boundaries. I'm going to have to have that awkward moment with myself where I turn and face my past trauma instead of pretending like it's not here and I just want to forget about it because it's here. It's haunting me. It's following me around. It's the reason I feel tired. It's the reason I don't have any motivation it's the reason that I self-sabotage so self-love is actually not particularly enjoyable self-love is turning around and facing the shit that you need to face in order to be free of it in order to transcend it so start investing your money in yourself for so many years I was just looking externally for the validation of myself if you're listening to this now likelihood is you live in this fucked up capitalistic world where we literally worship material possessions you know wow you got that car you must be happy and successful or wow you're going on holiday you must have made it what the fuck does that even mean for me it was you know I just thought I will be okay if I have this material possession even though I didn't have any money it was thousands of dollars in debt any money I did have, I would spend it recklessly and I'd spend it on a shitty dress that I didn't need from Kmart or I'd spend it on, you know, I got my tax return back. I'd just spend it on a holiday instead of spending that money on learning about me and befriending me and chugging away through all the crap and the mud and the fear and the paradigm and the scariness that was covering me in this protection mechanism, which was holding me back from being who I truly am. Where are you investing your money right now? 
And if it's all in, well, you know, my kids need those Nike shoes. I'm here to tell you, your kids don't need Nike shoes. Your kids need to see you demonstrate what self-love is and what self-worth is and what self-esteem is. Because those Nike shoes, when they're 33 and wondering why they're people pleasing and why they don't have healthy relationships, their Nike shoes that you bought them when they were 14, they're not going to remember them. They're not. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! Number five is I'm very aware of my energy. So where is my energy going? So when I talk about energy, it's different from time. Energy is where are my thoughts going? What's my predominant thought right now? Is it true? So I teach in the hub frameworks for women to literally follow step by step so that like questions and journaling questions and structures so that they can take a thought where their energy is going, right? That energy might be my father doesn't love me enough. That energy might be I'm not good enough. That energy might be making money is hard, whatever it is where that, that energy of thought is going and I give them the framework and the structure to be able to catch that thought first and foremost, bring conscious awareness to it and then literally break it down to find out if it's true. Most of our thoughts are not true. Most of our thoughts are just stuff that we're making up in our head, right? I'm not worthy. Who says you're not worthy? Who says that? Who has taught you that? You weren't born into unworthiness. That's just something that you have assumed since you have been here. So if you can assume it, you can assume something different. And so the moment that those low vibrational frequencies, which are draining of your physical energy and your mental en energy, those emotional energies that are draining, right? The moment that you learn how to catch those and reframe those and shift perspective on those, your natural energy will lift because all of a sudden you're no longer caught in those loops. You're no longer like having a conversation with Barbara down the road and then like you come home and you replay that conversation 55,000 times in your head like, oh my God, what did she think of me? Oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Oh my God, I want to And you put yourself into this like insecurity fucking bubble and all your anxieties come up. That is draining. Of course you don't have energy to do all the things that you want to do if you are constantly worried about how you're coming across and worried about what other people are thinking of you. That's energy draining. I have learned and I now teach my clients how to manage my energy through managing my thoughts and not allowing those negative low vibrational thoughts drain my energy. The sixth is I self-parent myself. And I mean like I parent myself. I have conversations with myself like I am a child and I have to make sure that my welfare is paramount to me. And that might be nighttime when the petulant child in me wants to stay up and eat ice cream and watch 15 episodes of Friends back to back. The parent, Emily, goes, no, you don't need to eat your body weight and sugar right now. And you certainly don't need to find out what Ross and Chandler are doing because it's the same as it was in 1994. Go to fucking bed. And so I parent myself very well. And that has been a learning and that has been an evolution and part of parenting me 
is giving myself permission to be fully childlike and really playful and really curious and to connect to all those delightful things that bring me joy and to try new things and to walk into an ice cream shop and be like, I'm going to have a flavor I've never had today and I don't know if I'm going to like it, but that doesn't matter. I'm not just always going to go back to the safety of chocolate. I'm going to give myself permission to try new things. And if I don't like the taste of it, I put it down. I'm going to be curious and playful and I'm I'm going to express myself in as many creative possible ways as I can. And what I don't like, I don't have to do. And what I do like, I do have to do. And so part of parenting myself, it's not like this strict, you know, you've got to be on a diet and you've got to strip better. It's not that at all. It's it's about managing my welfare and, and doing what is the best for me. Because I do the best for me, I now have this beautiful framework to be able to play. That is how I manage myself. That's how I parent myself. And that's how I have a very high input and and how I stay inspired to do this work. Remember, you don't always see what goes on behind the scenes. There are definitely moments of my day where I'm like, oh gosh, I just need a fucking nap, man. I've had enough. Absolutely. The second thing is I have a very clear vision and a clear why. I didn't always. It used to be that my my vision, if you like, or my motivation was just to not be a waitress anymore. But now I have a very clear vision and a very clear why, why I'm in this, why I'm doing this, who I want to inspire, who I want to help and how I want to help them. I'm passionate about that because I know the huge difference it's made in my life. And if it's it's not just made a difference in my life, it's made a, lo- a difference in the lives of my clients. So when we change ourselves on an individual level, that has a global consequence. And right now, I think the globe is fucking in shit, man. And so I think the more people that do this work, the happier and healthier our communities will be. And that's when we see global change. I have a very clear vision and I have a very clear why. I leverage my time very well and I'm careful about how I spend my time. I invest money in me all of the time. I am aware of my energy and I manage my energy very well and I self-parent myself. So that is that. I trust that that has been useful. I'm just gonna jump into the comments quickly. Love you, M. great podcast, awesome. Thanks, honey, I'm pleased you enjoyed it. That was great, thank you, you're welcome. Really useful, thank you. Okay, awesome, Um, definitely useful, great. I absolutely resonate with self-parenting, yeah. And and most people don't parent themselves very well. Very helpful, I need to self-parent. Yes, absolutely. Really interestingly, in this training I was delivering last night, we were talking about how as grown adults, so many of us are still looking to our parents to validate us or, you know, to give us permission. We are grown adults, we have to self-parent. Hey, buddy. Hey, Baba. You want to come and say hi? One, oh, no, one, two, three. Oh, good boy. Absolutely loving your finance story. Need to change my money talk. Yes, totally. The results that you have in all areas of your life are as a result of the thoughts that you think. I find it so much easier to not do things at the moment, but then complain when I'm exhausted. Yeah, totally. And so you can continue on that train and continue to get the same results. Was it Einstein that said the definition of madness was doing the same thing and expecting different results? Got to change some shit up, man. Nothing changes if nothing changes. That certainly was. I'm struggling um, most with not having enough time at the moment. Yeah, so take an inventory of your time. Really, like, sit down and go, where am I spending my time? How much time am I spending doing what? And ensure that you have a lot of time for sleep. Never compromise on your sleep, ever. There is an amazing book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker that changed my life, changed my relationship with sleep, and that helped me so much with my energy levels. I'm very precious about my seven hours. What's your biggest challenge that you still struggle with? Oh, me. 
I am still my biggest challenge. I'm so, you know, my, my doubts, my worries, my full on humanness. I still have days where I think I'm not good enough and I'm, you know, other people are better at this than me and where's the point and yeah, absolutely. But I now through a very dedicated practice of meditation, I am learning to better manage my ego, which tells me that I'm not good enough and has me sit in judgment. Um, so I am still my biggest obstacle. I will always be my biggest obstacle, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a great question. I've never been so exhausted as I have since COVID. Is our subconscious thoughts working overtime? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So don't underestimate the effects of global energy and other people's energy, which is why I'm really precious about who I hang out with and what I listen to, what I feed my mind. So I don't watch the news. I know how to keep myself within the law and how to keep myself safe. I go to the government website and I read the updates as and when I need to read them or friends tell me. But I don't sit there with Channel 7 News on in the background being deadly coronavirus. Like it's not helpful. That's it's not. And, and I don't engage in conversations about it. I don't I just don't. It's it, not because I want to be ignorant. I'm not ignorant. I just refuse to. Um, be caught up in sensationalism and that kind of uh, fear and doubt. So I've been very careful, so careful about how I have spent my time and who I've hung around with and the conversations that I've had since since the global pandemic. But yeah, everyone, I don't know anyone, myself included, who I've definitely needed more rest. I've definitely needed to be firmer on my boundaries. I've probably battened down the hatches a little bit on the people that I talk to and hang out with online and yeah it's it, everyone is feeling that and absolutely it's the weirdest time right now we're in the middle of a global pandemic so without doubt give yourself some grace in that that's it for today's episode i trust you loved it and remember you can join me as i record these episodes live on thursday mornings all of the details are in the show notes if you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it with a mate or on your socials. Please tag me, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth, does it? So you let Barbara down the road know that she should have a little listen to this episode. If you're interested in joining the Unashamedly Human Hub, my global coaching community, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.